Michigan's Upper Peninsula is my home and Escanaba is my hometown. I'm Craig Warple. Hometown Escanaba connects with the people, activities, and newsmakers of Escanaba and the UP. Join us for more interviews at hometownescanaba.com. Now let's find out what's going on. Joining us this morning is Dr. Laura Coleman, president of Bay College. Thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. Thrilled to be here. Enrollment continues to, now the final numbers are in, to be up at Bay College. Absolutely. We're very, very excited about that. Last year, we were the only community college in the state that had an increase in enrollment. Uh, many of the schools downstate were down 25, 30%. Um, and this year, uh, we are up another 5%. And so that's just really exciting to see because the people in our community know that we're doing a really good job. And and that makes us feel very good. We've got the quality education and the programs that people need for employment right here in Delta Dickinson County. Is there a certain program that's showing increases? Um, it's really across the board. Uh, our business department is doing extremely well. Um, and our nursing uh, department, as always, does a really good job. The piece that's going on, I think, uh, a lot of it is the, re- excuse me, the reconnect and future for frontliners. Uh, these are individuals who are uh, generally 25 and up. They are working and they are going to school part time, and so they're going after degrees that are giving them skills that will improve and increase their. Um, the jobs that they're going to be able to get and uh, higher salaries. And and so business and then, of course, our mechatronics and robotics is another big draw, particularly for the manufacturers in this community and in the area. Uh, they have a huge need for people with those skill sets. Uh, water technology continues to be the degree that you can do in two years and go out and make sixty to $70,000 a year. Uh, so we just have really great programs that satisfy the needs of the individuals and the uh, businesses that are in the area. I'm sure you're aware that uh, employers are looking for workers across the country. And so when you're looking here in our area, nurses, medical, teachers, um, law enforcement, those are areas that are certainly being affected. You have nursing EMT programs at, at Bay. So what's it going to mean for those students in the program uh, for their immediate future as they graduate? Oh, they're going to be able to find jobs really, really fast. Uh, three of our EMT paramedic graduates uh, just got jobs up in the Keweenaw, and they were quite desperate for uh, paramedics. And because of the program that we had here, and we were able to deliver uh, some of the coursework over um, ITV so that the students were able to stay there and just come here for their uh, clinical work, uh, they were able to complete those degrees. And so we're having a huge impact in all the areas that you just said. Our criminal justice program has always been one of our our great big programs. And uh, certainly with all of the tension around public uh, safety people, uh, we have a great force here, and uh, we continue to fill those positions with well-educated people. What do you make of the fact that all those positions are looking for workers and, and what the college can do to fill those um, positions, is especially 
trying to keep students in class before taking those jobs? Well, the things that we're doing, as I mentioned before, we've got a very, very holistic approach to our students uh, today. Uh, This is something that we have worked hard on. And two years ago, we brought... We made some changes at the college. We brought in a few new people, but we also added responsibilities to others. And if a student is having a tough time in class, sure. um, out of class, they get an early alert, and we follow up with them. Cool. And um, our students are hearing from someone directly to them, how are things going, every couple of weeks uh, yeah. for the well, most part. Laura, before we talk about that program just a little bit, I still want to talk a little bit about trying to fill those positions that are that are open in the community because across the board we are in desperate shape to try and fill those positions. Sure. And obviously, you know, you are trying to teach people to uh, go into those types of careers. First of all, obviously you've found that getting the students isn't a problem because you have a higher enrollment. Um, But also then how do you keep those students in class before they need to take those jobs as employers may want to jump the gun? Well, um, you know what they I need mean, right? Full, I, I hear what you're saying, and yeah. I, I didn't understand the question the first time. The um, the employers need them to be fully trained. That's number one. And we, when I went to the holistic approach, is that keeping people in school, helping them deal with their life things. That's one of the ways that we try to keep people in school. The other piece that we are doing is we are launching uh, competency. Uh, based education, which means that employers can come to us and look at, we have all, within water technology specifically, we have all of the competencies that people gain from all the classes, and they can pick the competencies that they need right now. And then we can deliver those classes, those competencies, to the a group of people that they select to go through them. And then this, those competencies can be translated into credits that will apply to degrees. And the students can then continue after they get a job, you know, entry-level position at the companies doing the specific skills that the company has identified. They can then continue to take classes increasing their skill sets, which is what they're going to need to do. Because in today's world, lifelong learning isn't just a phrase. It's going to be a necessity. And everyone is going to have to be getting additional education every year to stay up with what's going on. And, and so uh, we're launching uh, the competency-based education piece right now, and we're going to expand that into other areas um, outside of water technology. But it's a really big, huge deal to do this because we have to go through the Department of Education, the Federal Department of Education, and we have to go through HLC, which is the Higher Learning Commission, which is where we get our accreditation. So we have two major agencies that we have to work with in order to be able to get this accomplished. But our goal is to have all of our AAS degrees, which is our Associate of Applied Science degrees that people get and then go right straight to work, mm-hmm. to have all of those uh, in place in within two years with all the competencies done. Now, in the meantime, we're still doing workforce trainings, which we can give credits for as uh, with our uh, faculty allowing certain workforce trainings to be translated into uh, credit-bearing courses. Uh, So we're working very hard around this because we do have a long-term problem 
it feels short-term right now because it's happened so quickly. But the reality of it is I saw on the news the other day that 4.8 million people left the workforce right. last month. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I had heard from last year that it was 3.6, and they had only expected 1.6 people, million people to retire, and 2 million more retired. And so the boomers kept working because they just are workaholics. Uh, way past where in the past people have worked and COVID hit them hard and they're like, you know, I kind of like being at home. I'll just stay here. And so they've, they've retired. Uh, then you add on to that, um, people having difficulties finding childcare, which is a problem here as well as everywhere else in the country. Uh, it's hard for them to be able to actually work at the office these days because they can't find childcare for their children. There's all kinds of things that are putting pressure on the workforce right now, and we do not have enough people in our country in the right ages to be able to pick up that slack. Yeah. And, um, and so this is a piece that I, I, I find very remarkable that people just are not attuned to this fact, is we don't have enough people in this country to do the jobs that need to be done. And, and this is where uh, Washington, D.C. needs to get themselves in gear and fix our immigration system, because it's broken right now. It takes 10 to 12 years to get into our country. And and we need those people, and we need them now. We need people to drive trucks, for crying out loud. People can't get their the product to market. They can't get it off the ships and then get it in trucks and get it to where it needs to go. Um, we need people. And so that's a, a really big, huge issue. Again, legally, it needs to be done. But Washington, D.C. needs to get busy about fixing our immigration uh, system because it hasn't worked. It's been broken for over 50 years. And so it, it needs to get done. Yeah. But we are busy at Bay College educating everyone who walks through our doors. And we've taken all kinds of barriers off so that students can literally walk in and be registered in classes the day they walk in. Uh, it's not a you know big waiting game that people have to do, mm-hmm. that they've had to do in the past. And so uh, we are doing everything that we can to educate every person that wants education right now. And, that's and interesting. we are working hard to reach everyone right. else. And it's interesting how you're working with the employers then to be able to get an employee that may still be in school. That's kind of what I was asking how that might work. Also, because of the demand now for workers, is there a new area that you might be considering to fill gaps in the community? Obviously, nursing you've filled and corrections you've filled. Uh, water tech's always been there. But is there something new that you're seeing out there that is in high demand? Um, computers are always in high demand. Okay. Uh, we have added a uh, certified medical assistant, which is a, a new category within the medical field. And we have added that degree, and it's going exceedingly well, uh, very quickly filled up. And um, graduating students uh, out of the first class probably this year. Uh, so we, we're looking at that. Um, we're also looking at artificial intelligence and how we can integrate that into our uh, coursework that we currently have. Uh, so we work with our employers on a regular basis uh, to get the students the skill sets that they need. And so that's what we really focus on right now is on the skill sets that everybody needs. And, um, and we find ways to deliver that in the most efficient way that we can. Well, I've been accused of having artificial intelligence or my intelligence being artificial. I'm not sure which. <laughs> okay. Now the co-advising program that you implemented a couple of years ago. Tell us about that. 
Well, so the thing that we, you find is that, uh, you know, people always think that the people that don't come back to school aren't making good grades, and that's just not the case. Many, many times, proportionally about the same. People making good grades, don't they have to stop out. And they have to stop out because of life. And, and that's the piece that just um, people's bandwidth. You only have X amount of bandwidth to deal with to make decisions. And when you start having to worry about whether or not you've got money for rent, um, and then you have a tire go out, on your car, you get a flat tire. And so I, I'm going to have to quit school because I've got to go make money so I can get a, a tire for my car so that I can get to work. And so we have emergency funds that help people with that. And so we have a lot of resources that we can use to help students get through some of those life pieces. Um, we have also increased uh, the number of uh, the availability of counselors, both at the Delta campus uh, and at the Dickinson campus. Uh, and they're booked solid. And so just giving people a place that they can go and, you know, work through their problems um, is a really important piece uh, for us to do right now. Uh, right now we have a number of, of uh, individuals who have got little people uh, who they're not tons and tons, but there's a few that, you know, little kids, little teeny babies they're bringing to school because they can't find childcare. And these kids don't always have, uh, coats and socks to put on their feet while it's getting cold in the UP. So we've got a uh, drive that we're doing starting uh, this next week uh, to get baby clothes added to our career closet because these little people need clothes. Um, you know, how can we help and make a difference so that people cannot worry about the everyday items and they can focus on getting themselves into a better space where they're going to be able to get a job that's going to be long-term and that's going to pay a living wage. How does that's this co-advising program then help head off those pro problems? Well, because with, when they are being, the students are being contacted um, every couple of weeks, when there's an early alert that comes out on a student because they're having a hard time in a class or they've missed a class or someone sees them in the hall and they're really upset, uh, the follow-up finds out what those issues are. And, and then we're able to address each of those issues. And so those are the pieces that the, these co-advisors are taking care of, is that they're paying attention to, uh, close attention to what's going on with the students that they're assigned and uh, each of the co-advisors has about 200, 250 students that they keep track of and that they're talking to, to on a regular basis. And not all of those people need a lot of attention, but there are people who do need. And so uh, they spend their time where they need to spend their time, and they help people through and teach them how to address their life issues. It's not us just solving the problem. It's us teaching them how to solve those problems be able to stand back and make a plan. A good support and, uh, program so, then. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's that, not just giving them fish, it's teaching them how to fish. And so uh, those are the pieces and parts that we're working very, very hard at right now. We're entering the basketball season and you have a new volleyball coach. Uh, both of those things are true and we are so very, very excited and, and uh, we're out recruiting uh, volleyball students. This will start next fall. Our um, Basketball season 
the there's a scrimmage tonight up at uh, NMU at 7:30, and on this Saturday we are going. The uh, men's team is going to be playing Finlandia at 3 p.m. in the gym uh, at Bay College, and so we are very very excited about this. And then we've got games coming up. Uh, the next week are all away games. Uh, the next in person will be um, Harper College uh, coming on November 19th. So, uh, and then on the 20th, we have um, Milwaukee Area Technical College coming up. So we've got lots of good games coming up. Cannot wait to see these, these kids out running up and down the court. I'm always exhausted at the end of those games. I go home and I sleep like a log because I watch them exercise. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to do it. And, of course, the public is welcome to attend as well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and um, there will be uh, you know, seating will be spread out some and um, masks will be worn but uh, you know it's it's going to be a lot of fun watching these kids play. Laura Coleman is president of Bay College. I appreciate your time with us this morning. Thank you so much. You betcha. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. A special thanks to our sponsor SwedishPimple.com Check out all of the fishing lures made right here in the Upper Peninsula at SwedishPimple.com You can continue to follow us at hometownescanaba.com. We connect with the people, activities, and newsmakers from Escanaba and Michigan's Upper Peninsula.